Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the I Can Do This podcast. My name is Liz, and I am your host. I am coming at you today with another episode just on, I guess, something that's near and dear to my heart. It is the new year, which means new year, new you, which means everyone everywhere is promoting get a gym pass, start losing that weight, crush those goals. And I just wanted to come at at um, everyone here with my own perspective and thoughts just on crushing fitness goals. And um, I guess I'll also share some of my journey in losing the baby weight. Because for me, when I was pregnant with Austin, I did gain about 50 pounds. And it took quite a long time for me to lose the weight back. Everyone and their grandmother told me, don't worry, honey, like the weight will just come off, like you'll just have the baby, it'll just fall off, like it'll be no big deal. And it was not that way at all. So (laughs) I just wanted to come at you with just my own perspective on crushing your fitness goals and just to have a little pep talk with you. If you are maybe a new mom, maybe this will hit a bit better for you, or maybe you're just someone who's stuck in a plateau for a little while. And I just want to say, you know, bear with me. We're going to have some grace. We're going to have some fun and we're going to dive into today's episode. So I have for you three or four points. No, I actually have five points, guys. I have five points for you on, you know, getting your fitness goals and how to accomplish them and just some thoughts and ideas around it. And so for me and my background, I'm growing up, I competed in multiple sports. Um, I played full contact football. I was on the women's team. I was the slot back. I played volleyball. I was in gymnastics. I was in track and field. I went to provincials multiple times for track and field for badminton and for various other sports. Um, I loved the, I love the outdoors, like horseback riding, running, um, just in general, playing with dogs. <laughs> I know that's not a sport, but just to get a glimpse of me in my life, like I have lived a life where I love being able to play sports and participate in things with friends. And I have also had seasons where I haven't been as confident and felt kind of like I shouldn't participate. And, um, you know, it's just, it's been so awesome kind of coming full circle um, losing the weight again and getting and getting back into a place where I feel like I can really participate in sports and where I will not injure myself by participating in sports. And um, yeah, as always, I did want to tag, I'm not a doctor. Um, you know, anytime you're doing any physical activity, it's super important to talk to someone who is certified to actually give you advice on it and to run the ideas you're thinking about trying past them. And also, um, you know, I think I, I'm biased. Um, I am really good friends with um, Mick and Jerrica Bronson, who run the gym app and who we put together a fitness program. And I just like love the stuff that Mick does. And so his guidance kind of um, is in the back of my mind when I was writing out my own ideas for this podcast. And so if you don't know who they are, definitely check them out and um, maybe sign up for the gym app or check Nick out if you are in the Red Deer area. So um, the first thing that we wanted to kind of dive into with crushing your fitness goals is the, that it's you know super important is to define your why. Um, and I think it can't only be about vanity. It has to be, it has to be about something more. Maybe that's just like living a long, healthy life or playing sports and beating your kids for as long as you possibly can. Um, perhaps maybe it's just to promote your emotional well-being within yourself because working out really does release endorphins. And the reason that you want to have such a strong rooted why that's not just about vanity is because when you are trying so hard to lose the baby weight, 
and it's not budging, you need to look at that why and go like, I know that this is going to happen eventually and I'm going to stick it through and I'm going to keep showing up for myself. And, uh, and yeah, uh, I feel like I'm jumping around a little bit, but to go back to my story, I put on 55 pounds when I was pregnant with Austin and it took me 14 months to lose most of it. I think, uh, you know, some of it is still hanging around in my midsection, um, just <laughs> with the loose skin. I'm not really sure what to do with that. Uh, when I figure it out, I'll let you guys know. And also, um, being a breastfeeding mom, I still have definitely some weight in that region <laughs> as well. Um, but it took a long time. And some of the things that I learned along that journey was, you know, for me, I had a C-section. So when I was initially given the go-ahead to work out, I really didn't see a lot of results for a long time. And I actually had a lot of setbacks where I would try to work out. I would try to go hard to lose the weight and just to dive back in because as an athlete from before, if you were getting ready for a big competition or just coming off of an off season, you would just dive in head first. And I learned that with being a C-section mom, you can't actually do it like that. And you have to go at it a lot more, in, I guess, a softer approach for losing the weight. And so I want to talk to you about that softer approach that I had to losing the weight. And I think one that's probably more sustainable in the long run anyway. So, um, you know, I'm sure you are all got your goals and your reasons why written down, but we're going to dive into the second point that I have for crushing your fitness goals. And that's going to be to review the current habits that you have in your life. And um, this is just to kind of create awareness. I think having a fitness watch is <laughs> pretty eye-opening. Um, for like how much or how little we are moving in our day-to-day -day lives. And when we're reviewing our habits, it's super important to even to consider like, what is it that maybe I am, you know, like, what am I eating on a regular basis? How much time am I spending sitting versus standing versus walking? Um, you know, what have I been doing that's outside in the sunshine? What interests me? What doesn't? And just kind of how am I feeling in general about myself? And I'm um, just reviewing what our habits are because I think that if you're listening to this podcast, but you really seriously struggle with, you know, um, maybe uh, a binge eating disorder or any kind of disorder in the food realm, I think that it's very important to work on that first and work on health holistically in that arena as opposed to this goal. And maybe even just reviewing like, you know, self confidence wise, do you look in the mirror and think to yourself like, wow, I'm so proud of these strong arms, this beautiful face, this amazing soul that I have that is caring and raising my family? Or do you just tear, tear yourself down? Because I think that it, those are the things that we need to focus on is the self love and the self care, and just creating a general baseline to understand where are we at with with all areas, with our current fitness level, with what we're eating, with how we're speaking to ourselves, and with how is our life, like how are we treating ourselves. I did want to add one last thing onto reviewing your habits. I know that it's super important to talk to ourselves about like how what are we treating, how are we treating ourselves and those other points. But I did also want to add, it's really important to also maybe take even a notice um, or write down kind of our physical level, you know, how many steps are you maybe taking in a day? Um, how much are you stretching or can you even stretch <laughs> like can you can you touch your toes can you um you know reach your arm up and in a straight line and you know functional strength how are you doing in that area 
Um, is it something that's working really well for you? Do you find that there are certain things that you kind of struggle with that um, are basic things that you would like to not like walking, running up the stairs or um, lifting a grocery bag or, or different things like that? Just creating a really good baseline to know where you are at and also even maybe finding things to add into your why. Um, flexibility is a really good thing for just overall health and wellness. And if you realize when you're taking that baseline that, hey, like you can't touch your toes or you've always wanted to do the splits, that may be a really excellent thing to add into your why to create more of a reason than just wanting to, you know, look like a stunning drop dead gorgeous babe. Although that is a pretty solid goal too. So <laughs> moving on from that, I want to talk about the third step in crushing your fitness goals, which is create systems for success. I think it is super important to define things that are the two key points, probably the top two key points that I found for myself when creating systems for success is I have to find foods that I am interested in. I cannot go on, you know, a journey of fitness and health and wellness just by eating lettuce like a rabbit. <laughs> I need to pick fun recipes. I need to pick things that are mostly easy to prepare and I need to ask myself questions of like, what are things that I've always wanted to try? Like making baklava or, um, you know, making a chicken shawarma myself, maybe just um, with the side salad or something. I don't know. Not every day needs to be a salad day, but when I'm looking at foods, I need to think about like, you know, how much fruits and vegetables am I incorporating and how well am I incorporating them and what new fun recipes could I try to maybe eat uh, eat better because let's be honest, some of us eat like trash cans and we know it. And and I'm speaking for myself. When I look back at this Christmas season, I ate, um, I ate so much food that made me feel like low energy that I know doesn't serve my body as opposed to eating things that do and eating a bit more of a balanced meal. And, um, you know, I'm not saying be super restrictive, but I was definitely eating a copious amount of cookies that did not leave me feeling energized or super healthy this season. And so when I'm looking at the foods that I find interesting, I'm going to, you know, of course make cookies once in a while, but I'm not going to eat them as a staple part of a, of a three course meal. So, um, yeah, foods that are interesting. I think you can do a lot of research. I, there's so many amazing apps out there like Yumly, or if you join, um, I have a Facebook group that sometimes I will post recipe suggestions on there just for ideas for people to try. Um, but food has to be something that you're passionate about. And what I'm passionate about may not work for you. The second point under creating systems for success for yourself is also figuring out, you know, physical activity wise, what do you like to do? What are you interested in? What is going to get you moving more? And I'm not saying that you need to like go out there and do like copious amounts of cardio or you know, all of a sudden become like a CrossFit champion. But I do think that it's really, really almost liberating to go and be like, you know what, I'm going to sign up for a new sport, something that I've never done before, something that I'm interested in. And just some ideas that you could even try is like, if you've never done any of these, maybe add it to your challenge to try some of them and to add it to your repertoire to get yourself moving. Because living a long and healthy life isn't necessarily about going to the gym and pumping iron every single day, but it's about getting outside and moving your body and um, experiencing new things. And so a couple of different things is maybe you could take up hiking and try, try being out in the wilderness, maybe in those summer seasons. The next thing that you can maybe try is try out a spin class or even pole dancing. Like, hey, I've heard that it has an amazing workout and it could be a heck of a lot of fun if you go with a couple of girlfriends who also want to start living their best life. Uh, 
you can interpret that any way you want. Um, but anyways, uh, you could try rock wall climbing, maybe a dance class, swimming lessons. You could all like, there's so many things you could take up. You could join a dragon boating team. You could, uh, you could try CrossFit. Like you really, you could do anything that is new and exciting and maybe try to meet new, some new friends while you're out and at it. And as you're doing it, really take account into what did you find that you enjoyed? What did you want to learn more of? And what was kind of like a meh? Because really, there's so many ways to get moving and to work out that you don't have to just decide that you're going to run on the treadmill and that's your destined way of losing weight. Like you could, you know, do dancing or a silk lesson or go to a gymnastics class with your kids and and participate in some of the things. Like there's so many different ways to get moving. You want to really, you know, take account into what are you interested in doing for sports? What can you try within your region? And um, create almost like a tracking sheet that will help you to... um, keep track of the good choices that you've been making. And I just want to pause here because I think when we're creating um, systems for success and we talk about like list of things that are going to help that you're interested in doing and trying food wise, sports wise, and then track it. Some people get really scary here because they go like either I'm perfect or I suck. And it's, it, there's just like no in between. And I just want to say that when it comes to creating new habits and new results in your life in a fitness region even if it like for whatever reason you're going for it is so important to set yourself up with a way that is going to help you do this for the long term and not just like a flash in the pan and so um you know there's so many amazing books on habits and i think um if i remember the title of this book i'll make sure to tag it in the notes but they talk about there's a thing called where you stack habits and you want to make sure that when you are implementing a new habit, you maybe add it to something that's already something that's solid in your everyday life. So, for example, you get up and brush your teeth. Maybe when you brush your teeth, you remember to grab your gym bag and run out the door. But you want to make sure that you're adding in habits and tracking your habits in a way that's positive and not necessarily just in a way that's penalizing yourself for the things that you've missed. So, um You know, there's so many ways to add in new habits. I'm sure you'll do your research and find a way that works really well for you. But when it comes to a tracking sheet, what I would, what I recommended for myself, what I self-recommended was I had a tracking sheet that was tracking the days and the, uh, the things that I did that I could check off instead of things that I was not doing and marking X's for. And to incentivize myself, I would set up a way that it was like, if I got X amount of check marks, I got to maybe go shopping. Um, and so that it wasn't like the fitness goal wasn't always orientated about like when you dropped a pant size, you could go shopping or something like that. The fourth point that I have kind of dovetailing off of that very tangenty point was to set up rewards and challenges for motivation for yourself. It is very easy to get distracted and to get off track when we are looking to accomplish a goal. And um, in business and in life, we talk a lot. I've be, I've heard multiple people talk about setting up core like uh, challenges for yourself, whether it's like 30 days a week, 90 days or whatever it is. But the reason for the challenge is so that you have like a, a focus and intensity on the present because it's very difficult to say for the rest of my life forever, I'm just going to work out consistently on Tuesday at 7 p.m. 
But if you said, okay, for the next three weeks, every Tuesday at 7 p.m., I'm going to tune into a spin class on YouTube or whatever it is, it is easier to start implementing some type of habit in your life. And then once you complete that challenge, you can decide, do I like that? Would I like to do that again? Yes or no. And if it's a yes, then great, you can do it again. If it's a no, you can assess and implement a new challenge for yourself, but you still accomplish something great. So therefore, you should give yourself some type of reward, um, some type of treat, some type of high five, some type of something that is a positive reinforcement for yourself for just, you know, doing things that are going to help promote longevity in your life. And just to just even just to be positive about the fact that you followed through on what you said you were going to do, which is pretty sweet. The other benefit of challenges is that when you um, figure out something that you want to do, you can also create a community of people that are going to do that with you. So an example of that would be is perhaps you've decided that you wanted to sign up to do like the Rugged Maniac or something, some fun um, race. And I guess if you don't know what the Rugged Maniac is, it's like a five kilometer race where there's all kinds of obstacles over mud, through water and over fire. <laughs> and um, if you decided, hey, you know what, I want to sign up for the Rugged Maniac 2022 in the summer, that would give you almost a deadline that you know that you are striving to work towards with your fitness goals. And so for myself, when I think of these challenges, if you have uh, if you have a challenge for yourself, for example, the Rugged Maniac, you're going to sign up for that. You know, by that day, you're going to run five kilometers on that day. So it probably is a good idea to get five kilometers in the bag a few times before then and confidently be able to run it, as well as some of the other fitness challenges like being able to do a pull up and climbing over different various obstacles. And lastly, just on rewards, I think it's important to, you know, um, set something up that's fun and exciting for yourself so that you're like, you know, you have something that you're working towards. Um, again, that's just outside of the I'm going to fit into that old pair of jeans that I used to have. The last point that I want to talk about in crushing your fitness goals is number five, which is finding a community of like-minded people. Um, maybe that's people that are interested in the fitness um, activities that you'll be participating in, like hiking, spinning, whatever it may be. Um, but the reality is, is that when it comes to any goals in life, we come we come to these places in our life where we're chasing down a goal because of the results. But a lot of the time we will stay and push ourselves because of the community that surrounds us. And um, it's just so important to have an amazing support group of people that you can lean on that are currently going through what you're going through, um, that maybe are struggling and just haven't, um, you know, haven't hit the goal or are working towards it or have hit it and can share their wisdom and insight on what they struggled with in that season. And I think sometimes that is one thing that helps kind of normalize the stuff that we're feeling, whether you're going through like me, you had a C-section where they cut <laughs> across and then up towards your belly button. And you're like, gosh, when is, when is this supposed to become something that isn't interfering with my workouts anymore? And, and what really helped? And, you know, being able to have someone that kind of can guide you and say, hey, look, listen, you cannot push it. You need to just kind of ease into working out. And that maybe starts with just walking. And then as you feel more confident in that, then you can start running and doing other fitness things. But having that community is what's going to help you really 
um, lean into that healthy lifestyle. And also they can be some of your most amazing friends, which is probably the biggest serendipity of um, knowing like-minded people in the fitness realm. And, and that's pretty awesome. So I hope that you took some value out of these five points. I hope that you took some lovely notes. I hope that you also are just going to go out there and crush your goals and, uh, and just, you know, I hope that you're making non-restrictive changes in your life and just, you know, forming some really positive new habits in your life and just doing it in a way that's going to serve you and to move you forward towards your goals. So um, if you guys like this episode, um, please hit that subscribe button and leave a review. It really, really does help. I know it's a pain in the butt, um, but I really do appreciate and read every single one of them. So thanks everyone for tuning in and uh, we'll see you all next time.